It's time for the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle, teaching you about the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home. You can find the team online by going to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com, or by calling 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And now it's time for one of the top realtors in the triangle, Angie Cole, and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. Today's going to be a mailbag edition of the program, answering lots of your questions about real estate, about buying and selling homes in the area. Can't wait to get to some of these poignant questions, Angie. Mary says, we've obviously heard so much about homes selling way above list price. So if based on our loan, our budget for a home is 700000 should we be setting the upper limit on our search to something more like 600000 to leave room for that above list price movement? You know, I would maybe six to six fifty. Um, just remember that you know you definitely don't want to max out your qualification as far as obtaining financing. And even if you have the means to make up the difference of you know what you qualify for and the final purchase price, if your debt to income ratios are tight, you might still you know be in tough luck and not get the the total or final approval in regards to financing. So yes, I would suggest start off at a lower price. I don't know that it has to be 600, but maybe 625, 650. But just remember with the multiple situation or multiple offer situation, it's going to be probably expected that you will make up the difference if there is an appraisal gap. Um, That cannot be rolled into your loan. So there are ways to work your lender to maybe bring less to the table as far as a down payment. So in that case, it's kind of into the loan. But in all reality, you have to be prepared to bring additional money to the table to make up that gap. Um, So I think that's the biggest thing that people need to understand is, When I make a multiple, when there's multiple offers, when I go in above asking price, there, of course, is the potential that the home might appraise. Someone needs to make up the gap. And more than likely, the seller will not be doing that because they would have moved forward with another buyer. That's interesting, Angie. Yeah. Uh, so that's good advice. And you're kind of on the right track there, Mary, with uh, having some hesitation. You know, th- this isn't like it was several years ago where, okay, here's how much home you can afford. Boom, you set that as your upper threshold of your search and go to town. Because you've seen it probably happen a lot lately, Angie, where people are getting into situations where they can't then go above list price in their offers. And so they're, the, they're that buyer that's losing out on homes over and over again, right? That is true. That is true. You know, I would say if you're in a situation where you cannot go in above, list price, you know, first of all, maybe go a little bit more, you know, on the outskirts, or also consider new construction. Um, Different builders are different in regards to how they're releasing their product. Um, Some are saying, hey, highest and best. Others say a first come first serve. Um, And so there's not even a multiple offer situation. It's just, hey, this is our price. If you get on the list first, you get it at this price. So um, I would also be considering new construction and going down that road, kind of talking about new construction, you know, make sure that you have a real estate professional that is helping you. Um, With new construction, majority of the homes never make it to MLS. So therefore they never make it to those third party websites like Zillow, Realtor.com. So working with an agent who knows what's going on in the market, and that's something our team does so well, just a collaboration. You know, we have one of our agents who I think he currently has 14 new construction homes under contract right now. Like he is the king, Josh Pertzborn, shout out to you. Um, he is the king of new construction and he knows like, okay, if you wanna be in this area at this price point, this is what exists. This is what's going on here. 
you know, this is a lottery system. This is first come, first serve. You know, it's highest and best for the, with this builder. So understanding what's out there is important because, again, builders are not even putting that stuff on the Internet. Mm, very interesting. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure we could do a whole show probably on home building and all the uh, changes and ins and outs on that side of the business. But another couple of interesting tidbits there. So great question, Mary. Thanks for submitting that one to us. Uh, By the way, if you have questions about buying homes here in the Triangle, one thing that might be helpful to you is to pick up our home buying guide. This is a free resource for all you home buyers out there. All you have to do is text the word SAVVY to the number 21000. Again, text SAVVY, S-A-V-V-Y, to the number 21000. We'll text you back with a link that you You can click on and view that home buying guide for free on your smartphone or computer. And it walks you through the terminology that you need to know, the steps of the process. A good refresher if it's your first time buying a home or uh, you're buying a home again maybe, but it's been a couple of years since the last time you went through it. Great starting point for many home buyers out there. Again, if you want to get the home buying guide, just text the word SAVVY to the number 21000. All right, Stacy has our next question here on the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole. And Stacy is in Durham and says, in this market, is a 20% down payment enough? You know, it is. You know, I we're seeing homes that win that. I mean, we've done USDA. We've, we've gone the route of VA, 100% financing, and we've won, you know, 5%, 10%, 20%. Now, if it is a multiple offer situation, you know, the seller more than likely will feel more comfortable and at ease moving forward with an offer that has a larger down payment. So it's not necessarily that a certain percentage is needed. It just could be a little bit more attractive to the seller, especially in a multiple offer situation. Great question, Stacy. Thanks for sending that one in to us as well. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bit harder to figure out how much money to bring to the table these days than it used to be. But that's one area where Angie and her team are constantly tweaking and navigating and customizing for each sale of a home to know what makes a good offer and uh, what you should bring to the table. We've got another one here from Dan. Dan's writing in from Fuquay Verena and says, should I expect to be able to rent back my home from a buyer for a period of time? Is that request something that takes place during negotiations, or should it be brought up front during the listing before offers come in? And lastly, what is the maximum amount of time you can rent back? Dan, that's a, actually a fabulous question. And, you know, my answer is completely different now than what it was even six months ago. So that is a very common practice that we are seeing where sellers are requesting for a lease back or rent back uh, from the buyer of their home. Um, and so what I would suggest doing is writing that into the actual listing. So making it very clear from the beginning that seller prefers a lease back for this amount of time. Um, that way, whenever buyers go to make an offer on your home, they know what's most important to you. You know, for example, it might be the convenience of the lease back versus the highest offer. Um, so if you go ahead and you share that with a potential buyer clients, more than likely you will get someone who can entertain that in order to make their offer the winning offer. Um, now, as far as a maximum amount of time you can rent back, Um, If the buyer is obtaining financing and it is a primary residence, they can only allow you to lease back at max 90 days, okay? Um, I've seen where there's been some hiccups like this in the past where parties weren't all aware of, I guess, how the buyer was purchasing the home. 
And so again, if it's going to be a primary residence, the buyer must move in within 90 days. So at max, it would be a 90 day lease back. Um, if it's a secondary home, that situation of course changes. But yeah, again, at max 90, I would say the most common typically is about a 30 day lease back is what we're seeing a lot of. I'm going to add to that, Dan, a lot of agents and buyers and sellers, they forget the key point of insurance, which, you know, we actually, we have an insurance franchise, we insure NC. Um, and this is something that we share with our agents to make sure you're protecting your client, whether it's a buyer or a seller. If it's the seller, the seller, of course, is living then in the home, they need to obtain renter's insurance, right? If you're doing a lease back, they now become the tenant or the renter. They need to get renter's insurance on the contents. And then the buyer of the property now has become a landlord for that lease back period. And so they need to go ahead and put into place a policy that covers it being actually rented, okay? Like a landlord's policy. So that is super, super important because if anything should go wrong, especially for the buyer client, and they are now landlord, if the tenant does something and the home, you know, whatever happens is flooded or whatever, Insurance will not cover you if you do not have the correct insurance in place. So just a standard mm. homeowner's insurance does not work. So um, just some extra information to share along with you because these leasebacks have become a lot more common. Um, and we're seeing that a lot of people are making that mistake. They're not having the proper insurance in place. Very interesting, Angie, to hear about that. Is that something that you guys help? It sounds like you have literature or the contacts to help line all that up, even if it's for, uh, you know. I remember when we bought our first home... I think we let the buyers do a lease back, for, but it was only for like four days. It was just to help them have like a little overlap to move into their new home. And so it was a really short period of time. But I remember that couple of days being like, what if they burn the home down during I these know, four days? I know. It is scary. It's scary to allow that, you know, and, um, you know, hopefully you can trust based on the condition of the home when you saw the home, you know, initially yeah. how they'll leave the home. But, you know, once in a blue moon, there's been hiccups and it's it's, you know, tough to deal with. Um, it's one of those so, yeah, areas where we know. need to cross the T's and dot the I's. It's, it's yes, just a, most it's a cover, a cover your, cover your, you know what, during those times. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And I, you know, I say, you know, do a walkthrough, you know, before closing, take pictures, you know, as if you were like almost a property manager and then do again a walkthrough after the seller moves out. But you asked about, you know, do we have like contacts, vendors for insurance and whatnot? And we do. Um, so we actually, like I mentioned, we actually own a, a insurance franchise called We Insure NC. Um, and so every single client that comes through our door, we're sending them, you know, an estimate on what they can expect for homeowners insurance or landlord or tenant insurance, whatever's needed. You know, we, we handle all of that stuff for them. And just, you know, even whether they decide to go with We Insure or not, it's just giving them the tools um, to make that decision easier. You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com. Listen to past podcast episodes on the website, read the blog and all the great information, including the option to find a home right there on the website. That's acolerealty.com. And you can also call Angie with your questions, 919-578-3128. Did you know that Angie Cole also has a radio show? Tune into the Savvy Realtor, Saturdays at noon on 106.1 FM WTKK.